presented here today for you to enjoy is a special 15-minute preview of this week's Top Rope Nation Extra Patreon-exclusive bonus podcast. A really good discussion I'm sure you would enjoy if you enjoy our typical flagship podcast. And like I said, the only way to hear this full show is by joining the Patreon page. The link is here in the broadcast description. What is up, everybody? Top Rope Nation Extra hitting the airwaves September 20th, 2022. We are here today to have an interesting discussion on the WWE. Yes, the WWE, its current hierarchy of stars and drawing a roadmap. Well, not literally drawing, but uh, we will speak uh, the roadmap to you here through the internet, uh, where these folks will be going uh, possibly between now and WrestleMania. We always are thinking long-term booking here on Top Rope Nation. Now, here to help me with this exercise, uh, I needed somebody who willfully watches uh, WWE programming, as some would know, uh, or some refer to it, I should say, like our good buddy Tim Jensen, this slop. Uh, is one way some have called it, but I need someone who watches this stuff on a weekly basis, and I have found the person who do, does that, and he uh, is a longtime listener of the show and has contributed uh, in the past. He has been on the program before. You know him. He is your good friend and mine, Mr. Kyle Ryan. Kyle, how the hell are you doing? What's going on, Kyle? How are you tonight? I am doing great, and like I said, we are ready to break down the WWE roster, both men and women, in terms of tiers, look at everybody, or as many folks as we can, and kind of come up with some ideas, brainstorm, if you will, on where these folks might be headed uh, between now and WrestleMania. But before we do that, Kyle, uh, there's a bit of breaking news to discuss in the World Wrestling Federation, yes. And that was announced yesterday by Hunter Hearst Helmsley uh, as the WWE will be building its Survivor Series pay-per-view around two War Games matches, one men's, one women's. There will be no blood, if we are to believe Mr. Helmsley's remarks. Uh, there will be storylines, though. I know everyone was going gaga over this. Uh, interesting that he's like, yes, there will be storylines uh to get to this match, but he's already announced the stipulation ahead of time. That's kind of interesting. So you're basically just got to come up with a way to jam people into a match you've already announced. But your thoughts, Kyle, because uh, you're the one, uh, I believe, or were you, were you the one who posted it or no? I, I apologize if you were. You actually were not. But I know you have comments on it. Uh, War Games and what that might mean for Survivor Series. So I am a big War Games fan. Uh, I've enjoyed the NXT paper. Uh, takeovers, the premium live events as they are now. Um, when he said there will be storylines is where I got concerned. Because now, <laughs> like you yourself said, we're calling a stipulation already, but how are we going to get there? Who do, who's going to fill these roles? We need two factions of men, two factions of women, and right now I think we have one of each. So we're going to throw together a couple of ragtag groups, Champions Plus, so to say, mm -hmm. and 
that's who's going to be our war game. So I think on the well, let, let me hear your thoughts, and then we'll figure out who's going to be in this match. Okay, well, I think the obvious selection on the men's side would be, okay, you could do the bloodline, and that can include Sammy. It cannot include Sammy. Uh, it could include Roman. It could not include Roman. You know, Roman could be in a separate match outside of war games. But you would do that, and you would do them against, you know, like you alluded to, a gaggle of baby faces that have yeah. had issues with the bloodline. I think it would be a way to jumpstart a Kevin Owens Roman Reigns feud for the future. And you mm-hmm. could certainly have an interesting dynamic with Kevin and Sammy being on opposing teams. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, Kyle. This is one of the many reasons I've had you. Uh, I decided to have you on this program. The WWE version of War Games is just one fall to a finish, right? That's correct. Okay, so not you, you do not have to eliminate the entire team. So what's interesting is if Roman, hypothetically, were in the match, you could beat the bloodline but not beat Roman. Correct. Okay, so I assume that is what you thought uh, for the men's side, that bloodline is on one side and then we just gather some baby faces to oppose them, whether it's you know Drew, Owens, whomever. Uh, your thoughts? That's my thoughts exactly. And actually, I'm picturing Survivor Series to kickstart uh, not the Roman feud with Kevin Owens, but rather that'll be the catalyst for the Sami Zayn leaves the bloodline storyline, which in my in a perfect world would lead to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens reuniting, fighting for the unified WWE tag team titles against the Usos at WrestleMania. That's in a perfect world. That would require... Lots of long-term booking, which, let's be honest, they're not great in Connecticut at doing that, Kyle. No, no, they're not, but I'm actually fairly confident that that is the direction they're I going I think that has out. to be the direction. Because baby faces, and this is the issue with Drew um, coming off that loss uh, over in the U.K., the babyface needs to get some measure of revenge if he's not going to win the title. And that requires basically beating other people in the bloodline, I guess, or taking something from them. And I think the WWE fan base, not just the youth, like the rank and file, but even the people who are a little more vocal in their opposition to the booking would be happy with the idea of Kevin and Sammy teaming up and defeating the Usos at WrestleMania for the tag team championship. And what's interesting is we don't have that obstacle in our way, that obstacle being Vince McMahon that we used to have to deal with. You know, it'd be like, oh, everyone wants this, but is he going to want to? I think Triple H, that's something he would go for. And it, it, like I said, it's a direction I believe they are going to. Now, you said you liked the NXT versions of War Games. I did. I was a fan of the, I was a fan of the matches. I was a fan of the teams. Wasn't always a fan of the execution. Okay, yeah, because there was a lot of Tower of Doom spots. Right. A lot of, okay, everybody's in. Let's have the two sides stop and stare at each other and do the West Side Story. Yep. And, you know, the matches were too long, I thought, uh, especially compared to War Games when it was in its heyday. War Games was a match that would generally end pretty quickly after the last guy would get in. And, you know... 
it's a match that it's basically just a series of hot tags is right. all it is. Right. I mean, like heels get the advantage, baby faces, uh, you know, even up the odds crowd goes, well, wasn't there a, a match? And I think it was like a women's war games match. It might've been like the last one they did where the baby faces actually had the advantage. Yes. The baby faces did have the advantage. I want to say it was the last one. Okay. Uh, that, that was probably my least favorite. I right, remember that. that yeah, it's a case of outthinking yourself. Yes, it? absolutely. It's like, oh, the heels always win, so we have to change it up. And I know it is kind of silly if the heels get the advantage, but just psychologically, that's the way it has to be. The match right. really doesn't work uh, if the heels don't have the edge. So, okay, Survivor Series was built around originally elimination matches. And just to tease our listeners here, uh, the patrons, in November, I'm going to be looking at, you know, not just the history of elimination matches, but the best ones. But to the chagrin of longtime fans like myself, those elimination matches really went by the wayside. I think WWE viewed them as you know, matches that, you know, eh, we can't really sell these. But it was always a self-fulfilling prophecy, in my view, because I don't think they tried very hard with them. I think they always, going back to really the second Survivor Series in 88, put the least possible amount of effort in elimination matches. And I can talk about that in a little bit. But do you think that, Bill, do you think this is going to be here to stay war games every year, first of all? And do you think that this is a logical way to kind of honor the tradition of Survivor Series, but move forward? I think right now it's it's an act of convenience right now. You know, we have we're not getting the traditional and I'm about to say traditional. I mean, the recently traditional uh brand versus brand we only meet once a year at survivor series (laughs) except when we have the wild card rule or except when there's an invasion or except the other dozen and a half times a year our brands cross over with each other so with unified titles they needed something different uh so they can't do the brand versus brand theme this year so i like the change i like that they yes i like that they went with war games because if nxt isn't going to do it um you know I, i still would like to see it because I don't think it fixed. It doesn't fit the NXT 2.0 model. I don't know what the new NXT model is going to be now that the black and gold brand is kind of back. They did do one, though. Yes, because melts are, like, way overrated, I remember. Did they They did a, like, NXT 2.0 versus NXT Originals, did they yes. not? Like, was, last fall? And I think it was so bad they were not going to do NXT again. Okay. <laughs> it just, I, yeah, I, I, rem- I remember my eyes popping out of their head when I saw Meltzer's rating. I think he even like four and three quarter stars. Yeah, it was not worth four and three quarter stars. By okay. 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 <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad we're in agreement there. No. But uh, to bring the focus back to Survivor Series, a logical extension, and do we think it's here to stay? A logical extension, yes. Do I think it's here to stay? I think that's up in the air. They're going to have to see how this one goes because. You know, again, the the same fan base that is watching Survivor Series is not the fan base that's been watching NXT War Games the past few years. Um, so now that we're bringing in the more the more casuals, the more you know, uh, SmackDown exclusive fans, 
I think we're gonna have to see how people enjoy it. And I think what we've seen so far is that if something's not working, Paul's pulling the plug. You know, that's interesting that you bring that up. And I hadn't thought of that. That you're right. There's probably a lot of people that watch, you know, WWE not and that's not NXT, just the main roster, and haven't seen one of these things in a long time, if ever. I mean, to have seen one, you would have to be a fan of of WCW, like I was back in the day. And you know, in for much of the nineties, they actually weren't that good. Right. The, the um, you know. The three best ones by far all occurred in 1992 or before. Uh, now, I, I have not been as high on the NXT ones for, you know, just reasons of the execution that we talked about. I think I, I get you just don't want to be slavish to the past, but the matches just aren't violent enough. And I know WWE's not going to do it. It's a match that does, I think, require blood. I did like the blood and guts match is better than any of the NXT war games. It's not just, I mean, it's not just like, Oh, wow. Everyone gig themselves. It's automatically better. I just think it's a match that conveys a sense of violence. That's tough to do without blood. And and the matches weren't particularly violent anyway uh, in NXT. It was more just guys and girls jumping off the top of the cage and multi-person spots. And I don't, you know, as someone who grew up through the original war games, that's it's tough for me to kind of reconcile what it was and what it's become. I think, you know, knowing this promotion, they love to just keep rolling with an idea. Unless if it is a complete disaster, I would be shocked if it is not a permanent fixture of Survivor Series moving forward. Because that's what they like to do. They just like to, you know, have the same pay-per-views in the same months every year with kind of the same concepts. And, you know, it's an easy thing for them to fall back on. All right, well, who's going to be in war games this year will be the new thing instead of, all right, well, what five schmucks from Raw are we going to pluck versus what five schmucks from SmackDown are we going to pluck? So, um, yeah, I think it's here to stay. And it's interesting. This is another example, Kyle of Triple H just sort of getting those uh, what's the term I'm looking for? I don't know, just sort of lobbing a softball to his fan base, right? This is like one of those things where it's like Vince wouldn't have done this, but I'm giving you war games. And I guess in that regard, it's smart from Paul, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. That's war games. We'll find out who's on these teams. Oh, we didn't even really talk about the women's uh, one. I assume the faction you were talking about was uh, uh, Damage Control, uh, the Bailey's group. And, right, I assume? Yes. yes. Okay. So Bailey's got...